Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply have a chance to win a signed Messi shirt from the World Cup. And which are the best FPL attacks in the league? Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. We're going to look at some attacking data because we've had four game weeks now to assess. So let's look at some of those best attacks with regards to teams and then also identify some players. And when we look at some of the best numbers, there are some players in there and you're like... Why haven't I considered them as an FPL option? So let's kick off with the teams. Now, we're going to give you some data here, some of which you'll be aware of and some you'll be thinking, OK, I didn't know they were quite that good. So let's look at the top eight teams just for goal attempts. All right. We're going to look at expected data later, but just plain and simple. How many times does X team have an attempt on goal? Off target, on target, doesn't matter. Well, it might surprise you that Brighton are by far the most trigger happy when it comes to shots. So Brighton, we knew this from last season, under Deserby, 83 shots. This is why the Brighton attack needs covering. Yes, they've had good, good fixtures, but even through the tough fixtures, I don't want to sell Matoma or I don't want to sell my Brighton attacker. So 83 for Brighton. Second, but 10 behind. That is a huge, huge difference. At 73, we got Spurs. Again, Ange Postacoglu sides, we were warned, are going to shoot on sight. You know, they clocked 34 shots in their first preseason game under Postacoglu. They lost the game, but they clocked shots. West Ham. So Brighton Spurs. Then we got Palace. 69 shots, but then just behind City, 68. Probably surprised though, aren't you, that City aren't top of this. Chelsea at 67. They really have flattered to deceive in front of goal. They've clocked good numbers in terms of shots, but haven't been putting them away. And then to complete the top eight, we've got three big teams here on 65 shots. United, Liverpool, Arsenal. So what does this all tell us? Well, it tells us Brighton are up there with the best attacks in the league. City, yeah, they're not blowing everyone away. But Spurs, if you want to double up on a Son and a Madison, I'm looking to do that. Absolutely fine. But also... It tells us there's no Brentford. Yet we're all looking at Mbomo and going, Brentford attack needs covering. Now, this is purely goal attempts, right? This doesn't take into account how big those attempts are. And that's why expected data, in terms of expected goals, is a metric I really like. So let's now look at the expected goals per 90 that each team clocks. Because Brentford aren't in the top eight for shots, but they're right at the top of the charts when it comes to the X. G, a stat I really like. So let's look at, this isn't from the scout members area, right? We're ranking all 20 teams, best for expected goals per 90. Every 38.7 minutes, this is what the data suggests, Brentford clock 1XG. Really, really strong. 
Best in the league. Man City just not far behind. So they clock an expected goal every 43 minutes. So look, if you're clocking an XG every 38 minutes like Brentford, you're averaging like 2.5, 2.6 goals a game is that off the top of my head. And again, that's why Mbomo has been such a great asset. But what Brentford do really well is, and they did this last year, they don't create tons of chances in a game, but the chances they create are really big chances. And I don't know what Thomas Frank does, and I need to look into this, but Thomas Frank Brentford in the Premier League don't create a ton, which is why the shot volume's never that high, but the chances they create are much bigger on average than all the other teams. And this is why Mbomo's been such a good asset. Now, obviously, he's had a couple of penalties, but look, there's been other teams with penalties. City have had penalties. Brighton have had penalties. And now the top three, Man City, Brighton, Brentford. Chelsea right up there. Again, they should be scoring every half of football they play in, and they're just not. Also, Monitor, Villa have been impressive. Again, we don't, Many of us don't own an Aston Villa attacker. Arsenal, Liverpool, United, all in and around that sort of those those top positions. Spurs slightly lower down. Again, Spurs have been overachieving their X, XG. We can see there, plus 3.65 on their delta. So again, the stats suggest that they're really efficient with their finishing. They're scoring from lower XG chances. And when we look at some of those minus uh, XG delta stats, look at Chelsea, minus 3.42. They should have scored... 3.42 more goals than they have. Are you liking all this data? Is it too much? Let me know in the comments if, if the data heavy. Because you guys know I'm more of an eye test manager, but I have to, and all managers have to do this, balance data with eye test. So let me know if it's something you like. I like to every now on this channel do data heavy um, shows, but I'm conscious at the same time. It's not my natural ball game to do it. But I always think the best managers have to incorporate eye tests with stats. And that's something I've been doing increasingly as I've used the scout members area. Let's look right to the bottom of this list, shall we? I think in the middle of the table, other than Spurs, there's not too many teams we're interested in. But the bottom's really useful because it can show teams to target. And look, we'll do a best and worst defences uh, show in a couple of days' time. But when we're looking at attack, the numbers have been really poor for Sheffield United and Burnley and Fulham. And Forrest are right down there, despite our knee being quite a good FPL option. And we'll speak about individuals in just a second. Um, Luton, not too bad. And let's not forget, Luton are bottom of the charts with most, most metrics in our head. But they're fifth bottom here. And they do have a double game week coming up. And I do wonder if Morris might make our way in some of our teams because the double gate game week fixtures aren't too bad. And in that double game week, we know we still, most of us have a wild card up our sleeve. So you could dead end your team for someone like Morris and then transfer him out in say game week eight, nine when you wild card. That's an option. So look, the best teams we've looked at. We're not surprised by the data we've seen other than Brentford being top of the charts and perhaps realising actually if you've backed Chelsea, this is why. They've been getting the chances. So don't feel the need to sell your Chelsea assets, okay? Definitely don't. Let's look at some of the individuals though. But before we do, I mentioned the signed Messi shirt. There's one there, not signed by the big man. This clip will explain how you can win a signed Messi shirt. Win a signed Messi shirt from the World Cup. More on that in just a sec. But this is going to change the way you bet with your mates. It's fair play exchange. Whether it's betting on the football at the weekend or the winner of the Rugby World Cup, this is all tracked. It's electronic and it's cashless. And look, everyone that downloads the app 
is automatically going to be entered into a draw to win a signed Messi shirt. Yes, that's right. The GOAT himself has signed one of these shirts. I want to trade mine in. If I could, I would. So look, no more chasing your mates for that bet that everyone's forgotten about. You know that, that £10 bet you put on at the pub six months ago? Yeah, you'll get that tenner if you bet on Fair Play. So get ready to share this app in your WhatsApp group because it's going to change the way you bet with your mates. And remember, someone is going to win the Messi shirt. Here we go, the individuals. Let's have a look at some of the data and it's not surprising here. And Bomo, top of the charts. Now, of course, he's had a couple of pens, but again, I don't want to filter this with non-penalty numbers because penalties are part of the game and lots of these players are on pens. Haaland, on pens at number two. Bruno, on pens at number four. Saka's had pens at number five. And Madison at six and Jackson at seven. Well, they could both be penalty takers as well. We don't quite know who's on them at Spurs and Chelsea but I think it will be Son at Spurs and I think it will be Enzo again or Reese when he's fit at Chelsea but let's look at the numbers from Bomo because this is super impressive why is he not in my team why is he not I mean how is he not still not in my team every week there seems to be another priority transfer last week it was Madison and look I was rewarded by going Madison I think he probably got very similar points to Bomo, if not the same and this week, again, it's Son, not on Bomo. Um, but 71 minutes, every 71 minutes, he's like clocking uh, an expected goal involvement. Now, remember, this is the assists as well as the goal threat. Uh, he's even above Haaland, even above Haaland. Evan Ferguson, super impressive. The fear with Ferguson is the, the, the guarantee of minutes to start, reported injury as well. So I'd be swerving Ferguson for now. But then look, it's Bruno and Saka so high. Now, this is a week many of us are looking at what midfielders we're selling. Are we trading in our Arsenal or our United mids for Hyun Min Song? Now, I've got to sell Foden, I've got to sell Saka, or I've got to sell Rashford. So again, you're selling good players here. Now, Foden doesn't feature in this list, but Bruno's high. Rashford's down there towards the bottom, but again, he still makes the short list. He's clocking every 138 minutes. Not bad. Game and a half. Um... Every game and a half, he's clocking an expected goal involvement. Um, so they're good assets, but Son, whilst he's not in this list, now he's playing number nine. If he carries on the way he's been playing, I think he's a player we all want. But Bruno would be a very reluctant sell with these numbers, as would Saka. And I wonder if Rashford is the answer there for those that have got, say, Arsenal, Man United mids, and you're not sure which one. I think Rashford could be the easier sell short term and maybe with a view to bringing him back. Although we saw against Arsenal on the counter-attack, he playing wide, he looks so much better. But again, some of the United fixtures might not necessarily be Rashford-style fixtures coming up. And we'll look at that fixture ticker in just a sec. Madison and Jackson, popular assets, really high. Salah, in years gone by, has been much higher than this. And then look, Awani, I mentioned, and Bo, uh, Enzo Fernandez, keep your eye on him. Like, never been known for his goals or assists, but playing in a new advanced role, definitely on my radar as a 5 million midfielder on penalties and all of the set pieces. Um, let's check out those fixtures though, because I mentioned Man United and I mentioned Arsenal. And here's the fixture ticker just for the next four game weeks. You might say, why have you only done four game weeks, Jenny? Well, this is just, let's let's go with four, knowing so many, including perhaps myself, will wildcard off the back of this. So ahead of game week nine, the next international break, many might wildcard. So let's just look at the next four weeks. And again, like this is this is why you don't sell your Chelsea assets. Look at the fixtures they've got. Um, worth noting, Newcastle now coming into the mix on the tickers, but Man United so much higher than Arsenal. However, 
I'm caveating this. Man United, we can see at the top, they've got Brighton, Burnley, Palace and Brentford. And Arsenal, all the way down towards the bottom, have got Everton, Spurs, Bournemouth, but then Man City. If we took this ticker just in the next three weeks, Arsenal and Man United would be level pegging, right? But because we've gone up to game week eight when Arsenal play United, uh, sorry, when Arsenal play Man City, the fixture ticker for Saka doesn't look as good as Rashford. Um, but you could take game week nine out of the equation because, sorry, game week eight out of the equation because you could simply go, it's game week eight, I'm wildcarding next week in game week nine. I'm going to sell Arsenal or even maybe Man City players. Maybe we sell Saka, we sell Haaland because they're playing each other. I don't know if I'll have the minerals to sell Haaland, but um, definitely Saka I would for that fixture. Um, so worth noting that there's very little to split Arsenal and Man United in the ticker, certainly for the next three game weeks. So with that in mind, shall we do a little comparison between Saka and Rashford? Because I'm still shortlisting these as two of my possible sales this week. And again, I think it's really useful to look at the data from the season so far because these guys have been matching each other pretty much for minutes. Like Saka's on 358, Rashford 351. This is a fair test. Now you might say Rashford has played more minutes down the middle and that's not where he'll be playing fine but even when he's played centrally we can see from these comparisons in terms of average position maps he drifts left anyway right so we can see Saka there always in the same role Rashford doesn't have those big sections of red but that's because he's not that involved when you look at the touches almost double I think Saka in terms of touches he's far more involved so let's look at the numbers we really care about though we often don't care about touches for our attacking players we just want the goal threat the assist threat now, the goals Saka has scored 2-1 to one on Rashford's one, and the XG follows suit there. Saka should have scored 2.23, Rashford 1.41. So they're, they're both close to where they should be. The assist threat, again, Saka is higher. Actually been a tad unlucky, Saka. He should be on closer to two assists, 1.61. He's got the one. Rashford, 1.11. He's also got the one. This is where it gets interesting, though, because when these players return especially if you're giving them the armband, if you're ever going against Haaland, you go, I need the extra points. And if they get a goal or an assist, do I get the extra two or three bonus points? Now with Saka, when he returns, he'll get you the extra points because his baseline BPS is fairly good at 55 so far. Rashford has clocked a seven collectively in his baseline. That is terrible. If you're wondering what baseline BPS is, the bonus point system, it's like 32, 34 metrics. And those metrics, sure, there's the sexy ones like goals and assists, but many of them are the underlying stats. And the baseline is just the stuff that's away from the classic returns like clean sheets, goals, assists. So the stuff like pass completion or uh, tackles, interceptions, blocks, successful dribbles, all of that stuff is part of your baseline. And you need that if you're going to do well in the bonus point system on top of your returns. Rashford's notoriously really bad at it. Salah's another one really bad at it. But Saka, more involved, more all-action, better team player, you could argue. Um, therefore, his baseline is good. And his penalty area touches is higher as well. Now, knowing the fixtures as we do, knowing in game week eight, I might be up for selling a Saka anyway. I look at these numbers and go, if I'm selling one this week, it should be Rashford. I think it should be. And again, like when we look at their fixtures, if we just take game week five, okay, Everton away. Goodish fixture. United of Brighton at home. I prefer Saka's fixture, I think. I think. There's not there's very little between it. Then then it's Burnley for United and Arsenal have Tottenham. So okay, you prefer United's fixture. But then after that, United have Crystal Palace. 
tougher fixture than Arsenal, who have Bournemouth. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. At the moment, I think I'll be selling Saka or even Foden, and we'll do a comparison in a show in a couple of shows' time about Foden before the game week five deadline. Uh, guys, also, final point from me, members area. Have you seen it? I've launched a YouTube members. I've got squad members and ultras members. Check out the tiers. $2.99 for squad. Uh, I'll prioritise all your comments in the chat and in the comments to make sure I'm getting back to you uh, as a priority. Certainly some members-only posts as well on the community tab. And then the ultras, you can join a WhatsApp group with me. I'm proper uh, vocal with uh, videos and voice notes for, on my morning dog walks. Uh, so do check out those tiers. Thank you for watching the video. We'll see you very soon. Before you leave, if you fancy hitting that like button, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs>